I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Truthfully, I had trouble with second verses because the first one would be so intimidating. It'd be bullying, picking on it, instigating, pointing out, pointing out all the second one's limitations. Like you ain't nothing but an imitation, like bits of bacon. Then it gets the chorus and then beat to get together and they gang up on them to get to hating. But then around the eighth bar, he tires. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday morning. Easy like Sunday morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. The common sense version. And we actually got uh, two people on the show that have never been on the show at the same time before. I think this is actually the first time they've ever been on anybody's show at the same time without uh without brandon and dj yes it's, it's like it's like the it's like the non beyonce part of where's my 40 acres <laughs> we welcome y'all we welcome y'all all the talent none of the egos nope that's right i'm i'm i'm, I'm latavia <laughs> <laughs> uh that guess that makes mike, mike. Ke- kelly rolling um <laughs> but uh we got uh my man the first voice you heard uh you know he's called the show every once in a while on saturday you might know his voice from there but it's my man Mike, aka Silent X Media. Uh, what's up, Mike? What's going on, man? Chilling, dude. Glad to get you on the show finally, man. We are. We excited. Likewise. Likewise. And uh, we also have uh, the homie uh, Twan Burgundy. If you follow him on Twitter, but I, I just know him as Twan, man. What's up, Twan? What's good, man? I mean, I skipped church for this, son. I was like. Mm. I'm going to the house of Rod and Karen. That's what I'm doing. Nothing good. <laughs> nothing good was gonna happen in there today, anyway. This is, one, <laughs> this is one of those 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 weeks where the pastor just you know goes through the motion. So glad you could come join us. Me too, sir. Um, uh, now first things first, man. Um, Twan, you lost a whole lot of weight, man. How you do it? Work. Okay. And not eating. It was great. Hmm. I was Not hoping eating. I was hoping you wouldn't say that. I was hoping there's another way. <laughs> no. I about to say they'll never tell me that. They'd be like, you know what, you gotta watch your calories, you gotta eat your proteins. Like they tell you actually to eat more than you normally eat just snack throughout the day. I, you know, it's so funny. I, I actually like once I got on like a uh eating schedule, I was fine because then I stopped like I stopped craving snacks. Because I wouldn't eat the whole day and then come home and be like, I'm hungry and eat like two tombstone pieces. Mm. Yeah. So once I started waking up and say, you know what, let me eat some breakfast and a lunch and dinner, it fell into place after that. What about okay. the work part? Oh, man, I work out, what, at least five times a week. Okay, okay. What kind of workout you doing, like cardio? You uh, you hitting Run. weights? Cardio. Yeah. Doing? Car- both cardio weightlifting. I did some P90X. I'm doing this other thing called Beachbody. I literally took my dining room, like I had a dining room table. I took that out and just made it to the gym. Oh, well, I tell you one thing. That P90X is some motherfucking bullshit. I, you know, I, I, cause I tried it one time for about a week and I was like, you know what? Everything hurt. Fuck this. <laughs> I, I, I tell people this. I say, get through the first two weeks. You'll be all right. It never gets easy though. Like don't, don't think, oh, I've been doing this for a year and I ain't going to get tired. No, you, 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 it's going to hurt. You're going to hate it every time. Ah. Uh. Well, that's bad news. All right, well, <laughs> we have uh, other stuff to talk about. Um, this is the Blackout Test. Go to blackouttest.com. Check out the About section for all our contact info. Uh, make sure you donate. Sign up for our premium subscription uh, packages. We appreciate people that do that. Um, the store, Tumblr, Facebook, all that stuff is right there for you at theblackouttips.com. 
don't forget you can leave comments on episodes you can vote in the polls leave comments on the polls like a lot of people do that it's a good way to get heard during our feedback show uh the most the number one guarantee way to get heard is of course leaving a five-star review on itunes because we promise to read each and every one of those regardless of content we never forget we never slack we will read your shit no matter what you say about us um the official weapon of the show is the taser. an unofficial sport it's bullet balls and bullet ball, ball extreme. Oh yeah, he yes, was on sir. it. He was on it. Um, so uh, first things first, uh, we were sponsored today. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's podcast is sponsored by the short comedy film Perspective, starring friend of the show Kelly Ryder and directed by friend of the show John Fouts. You can watch it instantly for only four and a half dollars at shadowdollproductions.com slash per dot html. The link is already on the blackouttest.com. Just click sponsor and it'll take you right to it. Uh, Perspective is their newest comedy short film, and it's about how some people are different depending on who they hang out with. Rose, Kelly's character, is ratchet as hell. That is in the, that is in the copy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we watched it, we enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. Kelly, uh, like I said, she's one of those people that you go, how old are you? And she's like 15, like, but she, but she built like what? a 25 year old. Yeah, it's like, yes. that is a, and, and you know what, I do have a question for Mike. Mm-hmm. Mike, um, and I know Chill is listening. I know, I don't believe Chill. I believe that you actually have a home and you do not live in your car. So that is correct. I know that uh, you do music and things like that. Like, how is that going? Like, what what kind of uh, music do you do? I mean, because y'all talk about it, but y'all don't really like get in depth with it. Yeah, are you like not allowed to say who you work with and shit? Yeah, y'all you sign contracts? Oh, no, it's not like that. Um, I work at a recording studio um, in Norfolk, Virginia called Breakout Records. Um, and the issue with the recording studio game, mostly, well, A, it's people that don't have money. Um, like, it's mad people. It's like, yo, man, I'm trying to get 20 songs on my mixtape. I got $100. And I'm like, come on, son. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that ain't gonna work. Right. Um, so, you know, like, when when the game is going well, it's going well. Like, um, our studio rate is typically $75 an hour. So that adds up pretty nicely when you book, book, book big sessions. But, um... The area, like the Hampton Roads area, is kind of is bad for music. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, okay. Here's what I what I do is I record, um, edit, mix, and master music, or you know any sound project that somebody has. Um, sound for movies and television, and you know, I guess kind of creative storytelling sound applications are what I really enjoy. And like that's where my passion lies. So. Ultimately, I'm trying to do sound for movies or TV, um, which more than likely is going to leave me out of the area. I'm working on that at the moment, just trying to, you know, build a network of connections and trying to find freelance projects to, you know, get my portfolio built up. Um, So, yeah, like I'm heavy into the job search game right now um, just because, you know, trying to make more money than i'm making at the moment um, oh yeah i hear you yeah so you know do you have, have you ever got to work with anybody that like famous any rappers that anybody would know or nah um well kind yeah, of tell them the story tell, um, the, story. tell them the story man um, i was about yeah absolutely it's a story um so i was driving to work one day um i got a call on the studio phone and it was unnamed individual from atlantic records and i was like oh all right, hello, what's going on? And they're like, hey, we have um, a recording artist who is, you know, 
trying to come in town. He's coming in town for a concert to the Norva, and he'd like to book a session for the day to do some recording. Would you guys be interested? And I said, you are a record label? And she said, yes. And I said, well, we are interested. Um, so they arranged to book a day rate. Um, like now, the studio how do they, day. hey, Mike, Mike, how do they pay yeah. you? Like when this happens, like do, do they, you guys get paid up front? Do, do you record? PayPal, do they pay yeah. you? Do they like do they oh. send you a check? Hey. How does that work? Yeah, um, here's how it works. Um, typically speaking, we take a half deposit for a normal session. Um, a corporation like Atlantic Records is good for it, um, and we were like, "Hey, do you want us to run the charges now or?" what and they're like yeah, that's fine run them now mm. so we we ran it we ran that credit card they gave us a corporate card so we ran that um so we went ahead and got paid and then um uh wale's engineer called and was like you know what kind of equipment do you have in the studio and we told him blah 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 um because they wanted you know specific uh, high-end compressors and microphones we had all that stuff so right. that wasn't a problem and then they're like cool we'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m um, and then they call back again and ask some more questions, and then, you know, we answer those, whatever, whatever. I go to the studio the next day, I'm there at 9, get everything set up, you know, um, fire up the rig, get everything good to go. So at that point, he could just walk in and start recording. Um, 10 o'clock rolls around, nothing, call him, don't get an answer. 11 o'clock, nothing. Uh, by about 1.45, they called us and were like, hey... Uh, we want to cancel. Can you just give us a refund? And what? And you're like, no, we cannot do that. But you can have Wale come in today still and finish your session. Yeah, good job. They're like, you can't come in. I was like, well, we can give you a credit if you have another artist on your record label who wants to come in and do the time, then that's fine. But... Yeah, because at this point, if you got canceled in the middle of a day of session. Yeah, because at this point, you've been there already, so your time is gone. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Like not like we can book other people for that time that we wasted. So, yeah, it was ridiculous, man. Um, yeah, that's one of the reasons I don't like. Like, uh, we don't really deal with to me like trying to have artists on the show and shit yeah. like that because like right. that entire industry, industry is just so fucking In- weird. Of it's, time. It, yeah, it's like temperamental. There's people have big ass egos that they haven't really deserved. They don't deserve. I yeah, haven't earned don't yet. Have business sense. Yeah, people. You know, they don't want to show up on time. They don't. You know, they right. they don't uh, have any uh, caring about what you're going through and what you're, like your uh, product, your professionalism. It's like um, that. You know, so it's like if I book someone for a live show and it's like, all right, man, we're gonna go on the air at nine o'clock. I can't get a call at nine forty five. Like, oh man, I'm not gonna be able to make it. Like, I'm on the air already, dude. Like, yeah. you fucked me. And I and like artists right. do that shit all the time. They do that for paying fans that want to see them perform. Two or three at, hours late to concerts. Dog. Yeah, live concerts. Of course they'll do it to me. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Hey, Mike, tell we gotta tell the story how you got the job. The reason I'm even working with this video, yeah, go ahead, tell him. I'm sitting here, right, and I, you know, I live in a nice little townhouse. You know, you, everybody rent, you know, you got to get your carpets clean and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, you know, go call a place to get the carpets clean. So, dude's cleaning my carpet. We're striking up conversation, basically, because I'm not leaving nobody in my house unattended. So, I'm like, make sure, I'm like, kind of watching you. 
So he's like, yeah, man, this is my side job, man. I be doing some other stuff. And I said, oh, what you do, man? He said, oh, I'm a sound engineer. And I was like, oh, cool. I said, one of my boys is a sound engineer. He's like, for real? He said, yeah, I got this studio and everything. And, you know, you know, he can come by and stuff. And I was like, all right, should I really take this seriously? Could the dude that's cleaning my carpet is talking about he got a sound engineer. Hands, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. And it turns out what? that dude was Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, the other part of me is like, but I know my boy looking for a job. So, you know, let me, he told me what it was. I was like, I went to the website. I was like, all right, website looks kind of official. But then again, you don't need a lot of talent to make your website look official. So I like called Mike. I said, Mike, dude can't clean my uh, house, man. Uh, he said he got a studio. Mike, Mike was like, I'll check it out. I said, hey, man, that's all it was. I said, I don't know. I can't, I can't, um, promise you that it's going to turn into something. You might go in there. You might be in somebody's uh, bathroom. Right. But it might be right. real. It worked out though. Oh, uh, he stepped into a, a walk-in closet. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Got a microphone hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> well, um, that's uh, crazy. That's crazy though. That um, that that's how you got the job, man. When you showed up, was it professional and all that shit, or were you like, uh, what's going on? Why are all these uh, vacuum cleaners uh, in front of the <laughs> in front of microphones? Yeah, uh, it was. A mixture of professional and like hood status because <laughs> it's in the hood, kind of. I mean, it's on like hood outskirts mostly. Um, it's on the outskirts. Pusha T shot his video at. <laughs> his <lady's laughs> right, yeah, honestly, it's right out there. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in terms of like equipment and you know facilities and stuff, it's like a five thousand square foot building, and like has a great. Uh, hardware and software gear and stuff so all that was straight um but the studio is still kind of in gorilla mode like with the g-u-e not g-o-r right where it's kind of like you know still kind of hustling to get sessions and stuff so you know how often do you have to how do you have to record how often do you have to record with the regular nigga up the block <laughs> uh, that is ninety five percent of the sessions, dude. It'd be like, yo, I'm trying to come in, I got three songs I'm trying to record from a mixtape and I'm like, All right, whatever. Uh just you know, bring money in cash. And, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Hey Mike, how often how often have you recorded something while shaking your head? Dude, <laughs> let me tell you something. All right, so first of all, a lot to the short answer. The, the longer answer is uh, I had this one session, uh, guys who know the owner of the studio, they come in already, like, just smashed, right? Mm-hmm. And the ringleader of this little posse is this dude who has this hardcore, like, New York, Brooklyn accent or whatever. Um, I think he was actually from Jersey. But anyway, like, he comes in, he's like, yes, yeah, son, you know what I'm saying? We got, and this dude, mind you, is like, four foot in max right like right. tiny um he comes in like yes son check it out right you know what i'm saying we're about to lock this game down so you know we gotta make sure we gotta get these tracks hot and i was like okay um he's like i never worked with you before so i don't know man can you do this are, are you able to <laughs> make this track hot? I'm like, yeah. wow yeah man. you know just walk in the door impugn your engineer's <laughs> credibility off the, off the right. gate off top, like immediately, and I was like, "Dude, I have a master's degree in audio engineering. I guarantee you, I know more about this than you'll ever know in your entire life." But anyway, so we record, and 
So have you you've heard uh, Hannibal Burr's new stand up, right? Have yeah, you mm-hmm. heard yeah. rap song? Yeah. Yes. That's all yeah, that song would have destroyed anything that they spit on the mic that whole time they were in the, wow. in the building. Like it was absolute garbage. Like I mean the dudes, one of the dudes couldn't stay on beat. The other one, he kind of actually, he, the best one in the group was this dude. All of them were actually tiny little mm-hmm. dudes. Dude sounded kind of like mystical. Um, but he, I mean, he didn't actually say anything in his verse at all. It was just kind of like, he was just like jump around and yell. Oh, he was and all like, one of the dudes would go to, Yeah, and he'd be like coaching his friends on doing hooks and stuff. Like he'd be in the booth while they're recording and like you kind of like hear him saying stuff to them about how they should do their hook while they're doing their hook. And it was just absolutely a nightmare. It sounds like they just had money to spend. They did have money. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It sounds like they just were like, hey man, I got a thousand dollars. Y'all trying to just go blow it in the studio? Exactly. That's exactly what happened. And, wow. I mean, honestly, I don't mind those guys as much because, you know, they come prepared. But good night, man. There's been every talented artist we've had in the studio has either been a white girl singing and playing piano or this one other dude named Chuck Nice who's actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's like street level all day, man. I'm trying to land some movies because <laughs> that's, that's, hey, that's where the money way is. Way more fun. Yeah, and there's way more money, exactly. Yeah, plus, I mean, how often do you got to sit down and listen to, you know, Rerun and the dudes from up the street <laughs> come in and disrespect you and talk about their big dreams and shit? And it's like, nigga, I know you're going to be, I'm going to see you on the corner on the way to the studio when I come to work tomorrow and, exactly. for, and for the rest of my life. Like, you're never going to yep. be, I'm never going to look on uh, MTV and go, oh, shit, he made it, you know, so... But because especially with rap, especially with rap, because, you know, like I used to rap and uh, it was only for my own purposes. Like I I never had any dreams and shit. I was like, it would be cool if I could make a mixtape. So I did it as kind of like a goof and I enjoyed it. But I had to deal with all these people's egos and people with all these dreams and shit. And it's like (laughs) there's nothing worse than a horribly planned dream that is never going to fucking happen, man. It's like, nigga, yeah, dog, what we about to do, man? We're going to go to Detroit. Then we're going to perform. Now, you know, Eminem and them be up there, man. You know what I'm saying? We might see somebody from D12. I was like, that's not a plan. That's just some shit that you want to do. Talking about. Like, you can't be like, nobody can right. look back and be like, and that's how I got signed to Aftermath. That's not how <laughs> no, anybody ever had that conversation. That's not how it works. And, Mike, how do you. Yeah, what's up? How do you deal with people when they come in there and be like, I got a dollar and 15 cent. I want to do some studio time. Like, how do you tell them, nigga, <laughs> no, oh, I can't man, do I'm this gonna... with you. No, oh, beat it. Because that is a very good question. The answer is they don't get into the building. If we haven't already discussed price ahead of time. Good. There is no, like, we don't do walk-ins at all because of random, yo, hey, man, I got, like, I got $10, but I work down at the car wash. I get you, like, three free car wash. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, no. I feel like that's how you get, I feel like that's how you get robbed, too. That's that's exactly yeah, how you get robbed. Yeah. It's that's letting not niggas the letting people walk in the studio like we keep a chain on the door yeah that's the that's the reason like small studios man like if you like small studios like if you were like big studios they got their name on the building and everything like small studios you don't even know it's a studio right just, no, there's, no, there's nothing on the building that says it's yeah. a studio 
just to keep like just anybody who has a bad uh dream to come out there like yo man I'm about to rap today. There's a studio or right there. Has a 45 and, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And thinking y'all got cash uh, in there. Right. I was uh not cash but the equipment is worth a lot. But yeah, I was that is right. Yeah, Expensive yeah. equipment too. Yeah, I was in my my the the dude who I recorded my mixtape at his house. Uh, I was yeah. chilling with with him one day, man, and he would let people come to his house to record, which I always was kind of like, eh, I would record at a third location, not where I live, but okay. Yeah, with your wife and kids, come on, dog. Yeah, Absolutely. but okay, you know, it's your, this is your life, you decide. Um, So I was recording one day, and then, like, the UPS man or somebody just knocked on the door. Man, this nigga pulled a gun up out of nowhere, like, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I was like, God damn, man, I don't want to be in here. What is this shit? Like if you got niggas coming for coming for you or something, let, let like, me know. I can end this session. You can keep my 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 fifty dollars. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, these, no, these, absolutely. Like this this is not my dream. None of this is gonna blow up. You gonna no. get me killed in here? I got a college degree. Everybody gonna be like, see, this is what happens. He was almost ready to graduate. Shit like that. I no, and and, and my dream was was not to marry a rapper. I know, I know. That's why right. I never tried to be one. Um, speaking of men and woman dreams, though, man, uh, yeah. I saw my man Wayno, uh, 119. He was tweeting yesterday and he was saying that his brother's girlfriend was extremely pissed at him because he had just been playing video games all day and she wanted to go out and do something, but he was just staying there playing video games. And, um, now I'm sure for Wayno and a lot of dudes, that was more of an indictment on the dude for playing video games because, you know, there's like a whole backlash to, people that play video games after a certain age where it's like you yes. just you know it's like well nigga i also have a job and i also I pay my bills right? i also take care of responsibilities my yeah. kids don't go lacking they wash they clean what is the problem here yeah you but, know how much video games yeah. cost you you either have a parent or a job one or other right you can't be a gamer <laughs> a parent or a job you do That's you, it. you can't be a mess you can't be a gamer and be cheap, or you can't be a gamer and not have a job. I mean, you can be cheap, but the way the video game system is going now, they're going to check that shit and boot you out. So he was, <laughs> so, so she was mad, cause, you know, and I know how it is too, cause like, some video, sometimes people play videos, you can get kind of in the zone. Mm-hmm. You don't care about anybody else. Mm-hmm. You just want to play your game, finish mm-hmm. your shit. And it's like, uh, you want to go to the, to the store real quick? Uh, let me just, uh, yeah, I'm gonna pause this in a um in a minute. Just uh, LeBron almost got triple double, and <laughs> the next thing you know, like two hours done went by. Um, and you know, you now on the fourth game of the playoffs, trying to uh come back from a two one deficit to the Spurs, <laughs> and, and you know, and, and she's hot, she's mad as shit, you know, and I get it, but I was like, you know, the only thing that compares to that has got to be waiting on your woman to get ready to go out. Oh man. And oh, man. yes. Like I feel like it's the same anger but just different genders. Now I True. <laughs> I lucked up and got a woman that don't take long to get ready. No. So I don't have to live this nightmare. But it doesn't mean I don't have female friends. Don't mean I have never hung out with women. And there is nothing that makes you matter than when it's like, Yeah, so what time is so be out there? Oh, we're gonna go tomorrow, two o'clock? All right, cool. I'm I'll meet you at the crib probably about one fifty five, all right? I'm just gonna roll up, we can roll out. Man, you roll <laughs> up, they're like, Come on in. I'm like, God damn it. No, I already know yeah, what this is you, doing. You, you know you've messed up right there. Like if I like I I think women sometimes don't understand, man. Like when I say I'm gonna pick you up at one fifteen, that means I'm gonna come and blow the horn. 
Right. And you need to be coming out the door. Like, like 115, I have scheduled 15 seconds for stopping. Right. <laughs> so you can get here and we can go. I didn't schedule anything else. Like, you should have told me to be up there at noon if you wanted to talk, have lunch. Let me pick out your clothes and stuff. Nah. Yeah. And, and, and I guess everybody, I guess for me, and for me and Roger is kind of different because see, I play video games too. And I'm the reason why I had to get my own separate Xbox because <laughs> Roger, because I found, what was it, uh, uh Kingdom for Keflin or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a game for like a five-year-old, but I love the fuck out of that game. So I would play it. Roger would come home from work. I'd be playing. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to be fair. I'm going to get off. I would literally stay up until he went to bed. And when he went to bed, I hopped back on. And then I would play some more. I would play all weekend long. I was like, I love this motherfucking game. So I know how it feels because I'm the person where I was like, I love it so much that I would spend hours and hours and hours. And that was the verse. He was looking at me like, you still on this game? I'm looking at him like, nigga, yeah, we only got one Xbox. Unless you buy another one, I'm going to yeah. be doing this shit. Yeah. But that was, it's funny though, because I felt like the anger is exactly equal. Like, the, the, the dude oh, yeah. with his arms folded, looking at that bathroom door, waiting for that light to turn off, is the same as the chick looking at that Xbox going like, really, nigga, you not you can't even hit pause on this? You know, so I, I was just like, yeah, that, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah I, I try to be considerate because I am a I try my best to be a timely person. My mama taught me really, really early. If I say be there at 415, you need to be there at 415. Cause my mama used to leave us. Mm-hmm. You like she would be like, I said 415. You could be walking out. Like, you be like, oh, shit, I, I should have been there. Like she would literally leave you. It's so, 415 to 30 seconds, Ma. Like, damn. <laughs> she, she gave a rat's ass. She was like, be on time. If I say be on time, be on time because I'm the driver. So you have to be considerate of me. So ever, so ever since then, you know, I try to be really considerate. You know, it's sometimes I might be a little late, but I'm not, like, ridiculous, you know, with it. Or either if I know I'm be slow, I get up two hours early and get ready because I know I'm going to be slow for whatever the occasion Yeah, is. every once in a while, like, we'll have to start a show late because uh, Karen's, like, getting ready or something. But... That's very rare. And then like, uh, like I said, I, I don't have to deal with this issue, but like, you know, I've had like aunts and shit where it's like, yeah, we're going to go do this oh. thing. And I'm like, oh yeah. And it's always something awesome too. So it'll be like, yeah, we're going to go to celebrate stage, play video games all day. You're like, yeah, it's super stadium. And then <laughs> you show up and it's like, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're, we're going to get there too. And you show up at like 159 and go, all right, let's go. And she's like, um, hold on a second. I got to get ready. And you look at it and nothing's ready. Was well, just like her in a house coat. You're like, God damn, you're not even yeah, part man. of the way there. You ever asked them, like, what did you do that morning? Oh, I've been up for, like, the last six hours, for real. You just right. been up? Like, yeah. Ain't, ain't, you ain't moved? You knew you it knew, like, you. We planned this, like, last week. And we was going to leave at 2. Take 30 minutes to get there. It starts at 3. You know it, it takes you an hour and 17 minutes to get ready. You know that, like, or, or you get the excuse, oh, I just got to do my hair. Like, oh, look. nigga. But they really oh, mean do their hair. Like, they be like, I just got to do my hair, and then you hear water running. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you got to do it from scratch? <laughs> I thought you just put some curls in this shit or something, man. Yeah. I thought, I thought you should go hit a comb. We could do that in a car. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Like, with, with, with a, if you walk into a woman's house and she said, I just got to do my hair, sit down, mm-hmm. cut TV on. Sit down, pull out your phone and play some go, games, go play some Go make a sandwich. Yeah. You're going to be there for that's cold for that's at least a 30, 45 minutes. That's grab a Netflix real quick and watch something. Yeah. Grab a jet magazine. 
<laughs> and just get ready, dog, because it's gonna be a while. Like, I just need to do my hair. You look in the kitchen. It's a woman in there with a hair dryer and fucking <laughs> one of those barber chairs. You're like, God damn, why? Yeah, this is two hours of games. You get there and fucking celebrate station about to close. Like, all right, you can play 15 minutes of street fighting. Like, fuck, why do I? I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> my dreams. This is not how I was dreaming. This was gonna go at all. No, and, and see, uh, Roger and, and me have family members that I don't ever make plans with them. Like, if they be like, "We got plans," I'm like, "Yeah, we gonna take two separate cars. I'll meet you there." Like, uh, Roger had an aunt, and me, him, and his mama, we made plans. We said, "Oh, we gonna go to the movies." Everybody was like, "Cool." What time the movie start? This is what time the movie start. I got there first. Uh, Roger, Mama got there. I got her. I got her her ticket because we. It was one of them, you know, black movies. We was like, okay, it's gonna be sold out. So I, I get his mama ticket because I knew she was gonna come. We like in the movie theater, fifteen to twenty minutes into the movie, his aunt called his mama. I mean, texted his mama talking about, hey, I'm outside. Can you come outside and get me a ticket? She was like, no, I am in the movies. You are late. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I had to do that with my friend uh, Rashida back in the day. She was like. Cause we, you know, we go watch movies and we do shit like movie hop all day and shit like that. Oh yeah. So like, um, she's like, all right, let's go to this movie. And then she would pick one that was going about to be sold out or some, like a popular movie. And I'll be like, all right, you want me to just get your ticket too? You're like, yeah, get, I get, get my ticket. I'll be there. Man, I'm sitting outside like, okay, uh, we're going to miss the previews. All right. Now we're missing 10 minutes of the film. Okay. Now what the fuck are you? Where are you? Like, you know, she show up was like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I was late. I'm like, well, we fucked that movie. Like, now we gotta go to our def- We had to switch our entire plan. Like, anybody that has ever movie hop, you know that you have a, a fucking, si- a- science. Yes. Yeah, schedule, man. You have I'm a schedule. It's just like catching trains in New York. You know exactly what it's like. <laughs> Alright, man. We can probably cut out cause eight minutes of this is credit. So they count that as screen time. So we leave this at 145. We can walk right into this other movie. We would have skipped the preview. So we won't even have to watch the same previews twice and we can get right into it. Uh, also I've allotted two minutes for a bathroom break or grab popcorn. <laughs> like it's, like, it's an exact like, schedule. It's a, it's a science. People don't understand. Like it's like basic niggas can do movie science. Like all right, I'm going to get there half an hour early. Oh, it's opening weekend on a big movie. Add 15, 20 minutes to that. I got 20, we were what, 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes for, uh, previews. Mm-hmm. That means that the latest, we need to be in the theater. Movie starts at 7. We need to be in the theater by about 7.15 so we see the business moving. That's mm-hmm. at the latest. At the that's, latest. That's shit, that's shit, that's shit, and that's if it's not an opening day. Cause if it's opening day, you need to be there early cause you ain't getting a seat. You'd be looking like a well, three, and then it opens and you're with one of 10 people in the theater. But you be having them like, like, all right, man, we're going to see this movie. We're going to see this movie at four. All right. That movie's two hours. So yep. we say with previews come up 220. This other movie starts at 635. Yeah. <laughs> we go jump to that one. I have bought right. tickets to a movie I didn't like to start because it made the rest of the schedule sync up well. Yes. I've even no. done that thing too where I'll go, this movie's bullshit. We can leave this one 20 minutes early. You know what I mean? Well, it's like we sit in there for an hour and 30 minutes and it's like, you ready to go? Cause nobody wants to see the purge. And then we yeah. just walk out and go to the good movie. Yeah. It's that, it's that, exactly. you, go, you go, you go see the matinee for the one you look iffy about. Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. It's only $3 though. I, that's so. right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, like the, it's a dollar I theater. The earth. I was like, yeah. you know, it's $4. <laughs> right. I'm right. Look, I was bored. Look, sit there watching like bored, looking at Will. 
And I was like, you know what? I'm about to go see Now You See Me and get entertained. Right. <laughs> you like, okay. And like, I've, I've left movies where it's just like, all right, credits, let's go. All right. And <laughs> yep. we're out. Let's go. Let's, we, let's hurry up and get to the next theater without nobody seeing. So. Yeah. And you know what? And I realized something. That's stuff you do when you're younger. I'm old. The movie out like, nigga, let's go get some eat. I'm tired. Let's go home. I wouldn't dare do that now. Like, I literally yeah. don't have the energy. Well, we make like an uh, actual outing of it. So it's like Friday night is movie night or, you know, movie and dinner. But this is back when I would just be like, I ain't got shit to do during the day. Okay. Now that's another story. Okay. Like, I, you know, once we get this podcast a little more automated, I'm definitely going to be back to this shit because ain't ain't nothing better than being like, um, yeah, I just watched five movies a day for 450. Like, (laughs) that's a feeling of accomplishment I need back in my life. I'm like, oh, I'm caught up on everything. Like, really? Yep, I seen everything. The shit you don't want to see, the boring shit, the good shit. <laughs> I saw everything today. Ask me about a movie. Ask me. <laughs> I seen it. Um, all right, and then uh, um, uh, a real uh, quick random thought before we get into uh, some articles. Uh, is there a rule in TV and movies that anytime somebody is tied up and another person has a knife to untime that they have to hold the knife in a very dubious position before they cut them loose? <laughs> Like, like, maybe I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> oh, no, nah, I'm gonna cut you loose. I'm gonna cut you loose. I'll just fuck nah, with you. They, they do it every time. It can, you know, it's funny. They can be best friends throughout their whole series. Yeah. But at that one moment, you like, is he gonna kill him? It's like, damn, you've been plotting on this nigga for the whole day. <laughs> like, it, I had seasons. no idea. It's like the, right. the move, and it's always like, uh, the music starts, uh, being more dramatic and shit, where it's like, he's getting rescued. He's getting rescued. Wait a minute. He might be getting killed. <laughs> like, no, don't kill him. <laughs> they zoom in on the knife. It glistens in the light. <laughs> yeah, they, and they never say anything to each other. Just look at each other. It's like, if that shit happened, I'd be like, hey, man, cut me loose, dog. Let's go. Instead, they just look at each other's eyes like, you going to kill me? Nah, I'm not going to kill you, dog. I'll just cut you loose. I'll just fuck it with you. Then the other part of it, too, is I don't think I've ever seen that cliche the opposite way, which somebody should do when somebody comes in. It's like... Uh, hey man, you about to cut me loose? Nope. Yank, yank, shake, 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 shake. <laughs> Just once, man. That then then it makes all the other times worth it. Cause now I'm actually wondering, you know. But yeah, it's, it's just funny that that's never happened the other way. Um, all right, let's talk about all these different articles we got. Have you guys seen this uh biracial Cheerios commercial? Love it. Yeah, I saw I saw it the other day. We I mean we talked about it earlier, but I saw it the other day, and I was like, eh. It's like every other heart healthy Cheerios commercial. Right. That's what I thought too. I didn't even think it was a thing. Karen actually, Karen was the one who's like, Baby, did you see his Cheerios commercial? And I was like I was in the kitchen doing something. I was like, No. And she's like, Come in here and rewound it and looked at it and I was like, What 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 about it? It was a Cheerios commercial. And she was like, Oh, it's a mixed race couple. I was like, Okay. That's nice. Now I went back to the kitchen. Like, I didn't even think right. I didn't think it was a, like a milestone or issue or anything. And then Karen was talking to me yesterday on the show. She's like, "Yes, I don't understand why that became a big issue." I was like, "What became a big issue?" Cheerios commercial. What Cheerios commercial? The one with the the, the mixed race couple that I showed you. I don't remember that because it was so like innocent of a commercial. It's not even like a oh my god this commercial mo. It's just a cute commercial and that's it. There's a thousand of these commercials on TV except. They don't have a black man and a white woman having a baby together. Um, apparently, 
it was a big deal um i'll play this news article about it this is crazy to me Welcome back, everyone. We're coming up on 649, and what was meant to be an adorable Cheerios commercial featuring an interracial couple and their daughter generated such a strong racist backlash on YouTube that the comment section had to be closed. The ad had received more than 1,600 likes and more than 500 dislikes as of last night. Prior to the closure, the comment section had been filled with references to Nazi racial genocide. And according to Adweek, the commentators on the serial's Facebook page also said they found the commercial disgusting and that it made them want to vomit. It's really sad because this is a national corporation like Cheerios who was just trying to make, you know, a commercial... That has family values. Yeah. yeah, and it was funny. I mean, the little girl went and poured them all over her dad. And in today's world, you would think that you could see past the racial lines, but unfortunately, it calls attention to the fact that racism still exists. And those are such strong words just to say that made me want to vomit. I mean, that that's some serious stuff right there, you know? Yeah. It's supposed to be a friendly, kid-friendly commercial with a good, positive spin on it as to we're all equal. We, you know, you can do this in this day and age. You know what would have really been good though is if uh, that commercial, if that, if those ladies actually would have been disagreeing and didn't know it. If one of them be like, "Yeah, I don't understand why they use black people," but uh, we agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Oh, you meant the other? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. But um. Yeah, I just thought that's crazy. Like, YouTube had to shut the comments down. Um, even on this article in the Huffington Post, there's 6,163 comments in this. Oh, God. Right. And for anyone that's ever read anything on the Huffington Post, that's a lot. That's a whole lot. <laughs> that's a lot to say about a 40-second ad about Cheerios. Like, it's really, you know, I was most impressed in the ad anyway by the fact that that white woman had that little girl's hair looking good. And I was like, okay, you know, right. I thought the girl was going to be messed up, man. I couldn't, that was the big twist on, for, for me. But, um, yeah, man. So, um, I was on Twitter and I was like, I can't believe there was a backlash to a fucking Cheerios ad with an interracial couple in, in 2013. Like, that that's crazy to me that it was enough like I, i'm not saying everybody would 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 be civil but enough for cheerios to be like okay shut the comments down because this is getting really crazy and, yeah. I'm, and i'm glad they just shut the comments down and not like you know do like other companies and like and, and stop the ad yes you know because i i want to come to come out there interracial money is green dog yeah i want to i want a company to come out and be like Hey man, what do you guys say about all these comments? Uh, all of y'all could that made these comments could stop eating Cheerios, and we'll still be happy. So right. peace out. Yeah, <laughs> right. I will, it's like yeah, actually yeah. we don't make Cheerios for racist people. So if you're racist, <laughs> right. uh, please eat other people's cereal. I'm sure uh, other other cereal makers have a lot of like, uh, brands for there's you. Frosted Flakes out there for you. Yeah, you try that. Kellogg's right. is full of racism, uh, <laughs> <you> guys. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that was, uh, like kind of crazy. And then, so I was like, yeah, I can't believe it's a backlash. And then one of my dudes that follows me, cool dude, he was like, uh, is it a backlash? Is it a real backlash? And I was like, huh? <laughs> he was like, right. he was like, is it a real, uh, backlash? I said, well, they had to shut down the comment sections. They're getting hit up on YouTube. There's 6,000 comments on an article just about the, 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 the fact that there was racism. And he's like, well, but are people falling out in front of work? And I was like, you know what, man? I don't want to do this. Honestly, like. Are, are people falling out in front of work? Don't 
yeah i was like it i don't know i was like it sounds like you're raising the level of backlash to something where (laughs) if it's not martin luther king marching in the streets it don't count and i was like i just don't want to do this man like it's 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 just ridiculous to me that there would even be something that would draw this much ire in an innocent commercial and so um i was like uh i don't want to talk about this right now with you and he was like oh no man um I don't mean it that way. I'm from like, I'm a black dude from like Europe or some shit. So I don't know what's going on in the States all the time. I'm really being sincere. Is it a big backlash? And I was like, well, watch the article, Google it. And trust me, the first thing that pops up is not even the the ad. It's, it's, it's articles about the ad going, is it, are people being too racist about this? It's like, that's a backlash to me. You know, that's a pretty big backlash, man. Right. It's like that, you know, that's, it's fun. And, and then I was like, have you seen it? Cause if you see it, you'll really be like, that's it. How is this even an issue? And so, um, you know, and we worked it out, man. Everybody, it turned out cool. Uh, cause I didn't want conflict and it seemed to be a misunderstanding. You know, he didn't want any either. And, uh, I gotta say, man, that's how you should handle shit on Twitter, dog. Like, is everybody not always coming for a fight? Um, and I told him, I was like, you know, you might want to watch how you start your conversations. Cause if you say something like, you know, Hey man, um, this thing made me angry. I mean, but are people really angry that that's not a good way to start? Cause they might think that you about to try to talk some shit to them, but, um, you know, but he was a cool dude, man. So I just got to give him credit for that. And yeah, Cheerios, I, I don't get why this is a problem and I'm glad they stuck by it because, you know, I thought that Tyler creators ad. They, Mountain Dew should have stuck by that, and they didn't. Um, you know, like I, I get dropping somebody for like um, the rape thing with Rick Ross, and you know, I get that. Yeah, I get you get uh, saying something off your clock about it, then absolutely. Yeah, Emmett Till and Lil Wayne. I get why you would drop, you know, because it's like, yeah, man, this, this is like beyond the pale. But literally, just like we got a black person and a white person to add. And people get mad. I'm glad Cheerios didn't go. Well, the corporate thing would be to just drop this shit, right? I'm glad they actually thought about it. Yeah, and and and, and, and before we move on, I know we talked mm-hmm, about it a little bit yesterday, but I want to actually talk about some of the stuff we talked about in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest reason why I I, I have a, a major major issue with a lot of this here in our country. You have people who constantly say that we are living in a post-racial society. Right. But if we live in a post- that, like Matter of fact, a week ago, the guy who was like the big Doctor Who fan on Twitter was saying like, why do people think it's a big deal to have a woman Doctor Who or a black Doctor Who, a black doctor? Why don't we just, uh, if, if you really want to be brave, get a doctor that's old with no sex appeal. And I said, is that doctor also white in your head? Because we skipping past diversity. <laughs> To get back to not having diversity. Make a black woman doctor. Right. How about about an old black woman doctor that doesn't have sex appeal? Now, everybody got what they wanted. Shut the fuck up. But don't skip past my diversity in some type of way to be like, but we're so post-racial that we don't even need to do that step. Fuck you. It's it's one of the things where, like, when I I work with some of the kids I work with, I'd be like, I say, if you're at one extreme, I say, your, your natural reaction is to swing to the other extreme. And then you'll find out later that both extremes are wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, we were all racist. That's right. We understand that. But now we're post-racist. It's like, <laughs> no, it's like, no, that's not, no, no. Cause now you just hide it from stuff. Like, right. there's nothing wrong with 
like acknowledging our differences because we're all different. That's what makes us all fun and unique. Right. But the hate that comes with it, the hatred that for for another human being, that's where the problem comes. And that just like so they're like, all right, if we don't, it's like an easy solution. If we don't acknowledge differences, then there's no hate. Right. And it's like it's a real simple solution to like a a you know a real complex problem. But you end up when you do that, you end up patronizing people. Right. Of saying like it doesn't exist while we're sitting here every day like, no, it exists. I see it. Right. You don't see it, sir, because you're a white male. It's like they just shut down the comments for Cheerios. Like, right. But we're so (laughs) over that that we can shut down the comments about it. Karen, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off earlier. Go ahead. Uh, And the the thing about it is the thing that upsets me, like I was saying about being post-racial, if we are truly post-racial, why does a black man and a white woman with a biracial child offend you where you get all this backlash and all these comments and demand it is taken down? The, uh, uh, and a larger issue I have to me is that there are millions of couples across the country that are a black man and a white woman with right. a biracial child. Do you know how many children looked at that that are biracial? In our country, we have a tendency to frown on children that are biracial, black, white, or whatever. We go, well, you ain't pure black or you ain't pure mm. white or you ain't pure... And, and, and well, not in hip-hop videos. But well, not, a hip, but not in hip-hop videos. That, that, that don't matter. Long ass can shake. Nobody care about that. But I'm talking about smaller children. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where they, you have a society that looked at that and that's me. That's my family. That represents me. And for you to turn, and for people to turn around, black and white people got angry, which I thought was ridiculous because the, th- the, th- the thing that's ridiculous to me, especially about black people getting angry about this, is the fact that this was not racist. At all. It was mm-hmm. not racist. So when real racism come up, real racist shit that really need to be taken down, that you really need to be protesting and flooding and getting the comments section shut off, nobody says a goddamn thing about that. Yeah, I didn't even know that there were black people that thought I this was racist. Either. Like, that. that's crazy to me. Like, what have they been saying, Karen? You, it was one of the things where it's, it's almost of the reverse. You know how, 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 how a lot of white people got angry. Well, it's a black man with a white woman. And a lot of black people was like, well, it's a black man and a white woman. It was like, you know, why couldn't the couple, all, why couldn't all parties be black? You know what I'm saying? It was one of those, oh. you know, for, for almost from the opposite extreme on both mm. sides. Right. And it's like, why do we have to be this? Every couple got to be all black or every couple got to be all white. I support biracial couples. I support biracial children because when it comes to love, love doesn't have a color. And also to me, it's very, very disrespectful to couples that are biracial. And I stand and I support Cheerios for going Fuck y'all. Suck my Cheerio dick. We're going to keep this ha. shit up because y'all are stupid. <laughs> Suck my Cheerio Suck dick. Because <laughs> it's stupid. So oh, for man. Not even Cheerio has a Cheerio dick. That's that's amazing. Um, Yeah, well, that's just, yeah, that's just insanity to me, man. I'm actually glad that um they stuck by it. And, and yeah, this is crazy that that became an issue. Um, and I'm glad people are becoming aware of it, man, because, you know, I wasn't aware of it. I just assumed that nobody would have a problem with that and was like, or just only the ridiculous people would have a problem. And it's like, oh, no, actually, 
um enough people to shut down cheerios comments had it so yeah and and and, and the thing is I, and i'll say this and you going I, and i guess also the thing that really 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 makes me bad especially being a black woman is that you see this shit you, you see them shutting cheerios down but yeah if i come out and i say the majority of those comments regardless if they were black or white are racist if i come out and say this is some racist shit everybody goes no no it's not racist you go well why else the fuck is there an outrage if there's no racism behind these comments yeah i am i don't yeah i'll definitely be buying some cheerios from now on that's for sure it's, cra- it's, it's crazy because when i watched it i was like oh that's a little girl that wants to keep her dad around healthy right. yes that's, that's, that's what i saw that's because you know they have these heart healthy commercials all the time talking about people and and it's really like the little girl was like cheerios help my dad's heart cool i'm gonna go and put cheerios on his heart because that's right. the kid's logic and you just want to sit back and yeah. be like oh she it, loves her daddy it like it like like uh, there's and then there's like all this shit like with the male and the female parts because people are like well if it would have been a white man with a black woman, it would have been a problem. It's like, actually, that's how we normally see it in most things we watch. Yes, we do. Is, you know, like, look yeah. at Scandal. Like, black women love Scandal, and that's, and she's typically, uh, swooning over a white dude, and nobody, and we're not going around, like, rioting and shit, like, you know, there's no white people writing in that show about how interracial relationships need to stop and cutting up all the, you know, cutting down the comment section and no, you know, Kerry Washington can't go out in public. Like there's, there's <laughs> right. none of that happening. So let's, you know, it's not even just about the genders in this is some people are just fucking racist. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, people, I don't like, I don't like, like black people, like as a general, sometimes they're like, we're like the people who cry wolf. Cause that shit gets on my nerves. Cause we'll go out and march against something that you like every time i see something like something happened in races in the black community I'm like hold on let me go read about it to make sure that, that it was real... really that because something that's like blatant they won't get up and march for that right but like this dude over here was arrested and accosted by the police because he was black i like and because he had a gun he was running from a bank robbery and like, like that's right. why yeah. he was accosted like <laughs> Yeah, he the, wasn't just innocent walking down the street. Yeah, the the black people get fucked up by the police videos. I like my, uh, th- like that is like my lit. Like it's crazy because that's like my biggest fear test thing because I feel like when I see it, I'm gonna get mad no matter what happened. So I just go like if I just see a black dude getting slammed down by the police, I'm like fuck this. This is what's wrong with these racist ass crooked pigs and then they be like yeah he just uh shot his grandmama in the face and uh he was about to do it to his to his uh niece and the police got him and it's like oh okay you know so i always had to go do all my double checking and shit and read like what about it while the police said like there was a, a guy uh like last week that uh was like holding a puppy or some shit and like the police said he gave them a dehumanizing look, so then they oh, yeah, like the slammed him on the ground. That was ridiculous. Yeah, and it's like that shit is crazy. Like, oh my god, there's no two ways about it. That's fucked up. And then there's like another where it's like there's a dude that was hanging out with his friends at a park, and he uh acted like he had a gun, and the police slammed him to the ground and tasered him. It's like, well, okay, that dude not the same as dog dude. Dog dude wasn't doing shit. This dude, you know, that dog dude just didn't like police. Which can happen, and that shouldn't be a reason yeah. police can fuck you up. Um, other dude is like, I got a gun, I kill everybody. It's like, 
yeah, they might take that uh, serious. <laughs> it's a little different, man. But it's like I have to vet every last one of these things now because it's there's so many of these videos and stories online that you really go like I don't want to co-sign some fucked up shit and then be like, you know, had to look like Al Sharpton. I'm like, well, okay, not that time. My bad, y'all. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, um, did y'all hear about Simon, Simon Cowell getting egged during Britain's Got Talent um, live finale? and i couldn't be happier i could not be happier dog like apparently there was a group that um was performing or whatever that they you know how simon does they was talking shit about them and so they lost or whatever they you know what they were off stage another group was performing and a woman came on stage and just started throwing eggs at them live on tv wow and it turns out that she was like the backing group for the group that just got like shitted on so she was just like she was mad as shit uh they're not gonna press charges or anything and i'm imagining because it's good ratings so they don't give a fuck it's just like we can play this during the commercial now of course um but i just thought it was funny and uh i'm glad that it happened and it's about time that people start going crazy uh hopefully next time it'll be a good you know (laughs) Uh, yeah, you, 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 you know, talking and demeaning, uh, dehumanizing and mm-hmm. just slandering people live on TV and they crying and walking away. Everybody don't handle that too well. Yeah. Um, go yeah, ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Straight up asshole, man. That dude, I mean, he kinda, he's a dick, right? Mm-hmm. Like some people, he's a dick. He's absolutely. if this shit would have happened to somebody like on intervention, I feel bad. Cause it's like, man, that person's just on crack. Why would you do that? But this shit happened to a fucking uh, a guy who's made a brand for being an asshole. I hope it happens to Chef Gordon Ramsay too. Yep, I, I said it. Gordon Ramsay has it coming, absolutely. I want him to get punched in his motherfucking face. Now I know people like him being an asshole, and that's what he's selling. But I'm really waiting on one of these chefs to be like, "Oh wait, there's knives here, motherfucker." Ah, right. <laughs> how about that, Gordon Ramsay? You can't talk your way out of everything. Have you ever watched the, uh, the the British version of his show? Yes, yeah. it's, it's even worse. Di- it's it's yes. funny to me because it's like totally different. Like mm-hmm. for America, like for American audiences, it's like all this anger and yelling. Oh, British that- John, he'll go and say something, but then you see him actually like, working with them. Yeah, and, yeah like, but that's different. Like, it makes trying to inspire people and like mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes like, oh. it it makes it even worse once you see that. Like once you see, wait a minute. This all like you don't act. have to be like this. Like right. you could actually, you know, help people and shit. But it's not ratings here in America. Over there, it's probably one of the top rated shows over there because that works over there. Over I, here, we're like, yeah. I feel bad. I feel bad for the first Americans who signed up for for his show. It's like Hell's Kitchen. It's like, oh, with Chef Gordon Ramsay, awesome. I watch him on BBC all the time. He's a <laughs> oh, nice guy. Got your feelings hurt. And he comes. He's like, look at you, you sodding pig. And you're like, what? <laughs> What's Why are you talking to me like this, Chef Gordon Ramsay? Aren't you gonna help me stir up these these this? Aren't you gonna help me stir up this uh food real quick? He's like, "Fuck you and your food! I slap you in your face!" I'm like, man, <laughs> dude is being a dick today. Um, other reality show going too far. Um, have y'all heard about the new <laughs> the new reality show that Discovery is coming out called uh, coming out with called Naked and Afraid? Naked no. and Afraid. What man? I you know what discovery i used to watch y'all like it was discovery and and like that geo I, that's what i watch man i learned some stuff then yeah. discovery discovery said we're gonna make the chines the science channel put all that smart shit on that <laughs> we're gonna do ratchet shit right. 
it really seems like if you're a kid that grew up in the last 10 years you don't remember watching the discovery channel to discover things no you don't. or <laughs> watching national really? geographic to learn about nature or, or watching the history channel to learn about history yeah like now it's really just like murder mystery murder mystery reality show reality show murder mystery reality show murder 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 reality all day man and so they finally come up with a new one where they're gonna drop cast members of a show into remote wild locations completely nude to test the limits of what the public will accept for reality tv shows what (laughs) that 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 will not uh that's not gonna end well you have a lot of logistical issues with penises and vaginas and breasts you have a lot of issues with periods you have a lot you know what i'm saying like you drop somebody butt booty naked you got a lot of issues going on here. The worst part is for the cameraman, in my opinion, because like, yes. n- no one ever thinks about reality show cameraman was like <laughs> coming up next on Survivor, uh, Volcano Island. It's like, yeah, somebody got to film all this shit. You know, yeah, whoever is filming for Bear Grylls must hate life, yo. Dude, they never and they never give them credit. They never bring up like, and this is Andy, the cameraman who uh, actually has to live with me being bit by snakes and shit. I say like this is the dude who's climbing the waterfall beside me as I teach y'all yeah. how to climb this waterfall. Like wow. this dude, yes. he's holding a camera, holding a seventy pound camera. Yes, HD camera. And my thing is like I couldn't imagine. Do they like walk around just rain suits covered? Because I could imagine the bacteria. I mean, oh, uh, maybe that's just me. And then well, you know, they people say, have sex. Oh, uh-huh. not just you, Carrie. That was the first thing I thought of. The infection city mm-hmm. all day. Yes. It says uh, it will feature two complete strangers, one, wa- one man, one woman. For 21 days, they attempt to survive and navigate their way to a predetermined extraction point, one to 10 miles from their drop-off location. Each episode features a different couple in a different location and will premiere June 23rd. Why did, but why did, what was the point of making them naked just to get people to watch? Just, I, I think it was right. on camera, I guess. I don't know, man. You're allowed one rudiment. You're allowed one personal item of your choosing. You're also given a rudimentary map and GoPro cameras, which are rolling at all times. One person. I don't have about some draws, which they probably would tell you <laughs> that you can't have. Right. They will say like, like, all right, here, here's what you pick. You could take a knife. You could take a compass or underwear. <laughs> like, right. For real, those are my, my choices. I think I can only pick one. I like some jogging pants. Uh, I guess I'll just <laughs> I'll find something to eat when I hit the ground. <laughs> but yeah, it's, y'all got any hammer pants laying around? I can use the extra material to make some other clothes. <laughs> I need it. Here's a good uh, quote from um, the the person who's uh, over uh, directing the show. They said, "We wanted scenarios that are so real they are unreal." Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys have smoked yourselves retarded. That's that's what's happening right there. They they they've gotten away with it because they've all made other channels that do the shit they used to do. Right. Like Nat, right. Nat Geo made Nat Geo Wild. So all the animals you see on Nat Geo is on that channel now. And they don't the thing is they don't change the name of the original channel though. Like they don't need to be like, oh, Nat Geo Wild. No, you need to change Nat Geo to Nat Geo Ratchet. <laughs> yeah. And just leave the other Nat Geo fine. Like cause even like the uh i the the discovery the um not discovery channel the uh, learning channel even has shit now where it's like this ain't about learning you really? know oh. <laughs> people well, don't know fact, TLC yeah, learning on the learning, the learning channel, channel right now is a wedding show yeah that's what i'm talking that's about all, that's all they got that's oh, all they got right I'm, now like, TLC HD like, for wedding is the show history 
like what made history like start to get like famous because they actually showed history stuff, and now this I go to cool. history and it's nothing. Ancient I, I I can see about three pawn shops. I can see about a dude that's restoring a gun. Right. And 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 he'll tell me a little bit of history. But if I want to learn about the Blitzkrieg, nope. You better go here. You better have history too. Yes, it's really like <laughs> oh, uh, so that history too. <laughs> it's, it's it's really like uh yeah um coming I'm up next on the on history channel right now. Yeah, coming up next on the Learning Channel, Honey Boo Boo. Like that, no one, <laughs> yeah, no one can learn from this. Who are you gonna learn what not to do? What are y'all teaching these kids, man? I feel bad for parents who still, because there's always like a generation gap. I feel bad for parents who are just like, oh, I'll just put it on Discovery for the for the baby. Yep, on the Learning Channel, not realizing that it yeah, is I'll not come right the Learning back. Channel. Yeah, you uh, come back and now your little girl's a bridezilla, and you're like, what the fuck happened? Because she been watching the Learning Channel. History <laughs> Channel is showing Pawn Stars on repeat until nine o'clock PM. Today. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, soy sauce overdose send a man sends a man into coma. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, like so, how how much do you have to have? Yeah, a young man who drank a quart of soy sauce. A Did quart? He have uh, I don't know. Did See, he not drink took, any water? Just just straight soy sauce? Yeah, just drank a quart of soy sauce. He went into a coma and nearly died from an excess of salt in his body. Of course, they oh. give you packets that really are like a spoonful of soy oh, so- sauce. And yeah. I've I've used a whole packet before and had to throw my food away. Like that's it way too much. Oh no, I don't do that. I, get- I don't use it at all anymore. But oh, when no. I did, I was like, oh, I put a little soy sauce in this rice, spice stains up. I was like, up, oh, and I have to throw this away. No, I use yep. uh, reduce. If I do use it in my cooking, we use like reduced sodium mm-hmm. because it's like a salt lick that you sprinkle That's all across your you food. Can eat it, man. It's yeah. so intense. Like something got to be wrong with your tongue if you no, need look, that that look, regular soy sauce. Where do you even get a quart of soy sauce? <laughs> right, <laughs> that the truth at the restaurant. Look. Look, I went. I went to my fridge. Man, I've never seen that in a store in my life. Oh, I know, Mike. I know. I was joking. Look, I just look. I just went to my. I just went to my fridge and picked up soy sauce, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the less sodium one. There's 570 milligrams of sodium in this thing, and the serving size on this is a teaspoon. <laughs> oh God, are you serious? <laughs> wow, that's not, not more than you should have in a day. Not a, not a half a cup. Not a half a cup. And there's like there's only fifteen ounces in here. So if you ate let's see fifteen of these ounces, you literally get around five thousand milligrams of salt. Yeah, they oh probably don't God. even have. And he had a quart. They <laughs> probably don't even quart. have on that on the back of that. They probably don't even have the amount of your daily limit because it's like it's all too much, nigga. Right. <laughs> one one tablespoon made out of MSG. Yeah, one one tablespoon. Is is a quarter of your daily limit, so you can have four tablespoons of, of, of soy, soy sauce, sauce for a day. a day, and no other salt ever. Don't eat no ever. bread, <laughs> don't eat nothing else. You can't eat vegetables because they got some salt in them. Not even them. some fruits. Fruits got salt in them. Like That's you just... right. Don't eat a banana. You can be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the nineteen-year-old who drank the soy sauce after being dared by friends is the first person known to have deliberately overdosed on such a high amount of salt and survived while with no lasting neurological problems oh he said survive so that means people have tried this bullshit before and and died or had long lasting neurological problems oh Mm -hmm. Uh, it was published online june 4th in the journal of emergency medicine too much salt in the blood a condition called hypernatremia okay is usually i think i know her i went to school with her um (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, hypernatremia is usually seen in people with psychiatric psychiatric conditions who develop a strong appetite for the condiment. Uh, Dr. Jay Carlberg, who treated the young man and works at an emergency medicine facility at MedStar Georgetown University Hospital in Washington, D.C. That's what he said. Hypernatremia is dangerous because it causes the brain to lose water. Well, there's too much salt in the yeah. bloodstream. Water moves out of the body tissues into the blood by the process of osmosis to try to equalize the salt concentration between the two. As water leaves the brain, the organ can shrink and bleed. Oh, yeah. shit. Dude, it's like putting a sponge on the water in your body. Like it's, yeah. Oh, my God. It's like that's that's all it does. Salt, your, your, your cells absorb salt and they release water. And if you have too much, you just keep releasing water. And you, we kind of need water to, like, live and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's helpful, I've heard. I read a report one time. Just just a little bit, not much. Just a little teeny bit. After the man drank the soy sauce, he began twitching and having seizures. Oh, shit. And the, immediately. Like, <laughs> this shit did he take. And the friends took him to an emergency room where one of them tweeted, Lil Wayne is doing just fine. That hospital, <laughs> that hospital administered anti-seizure medication and he was already in a coma when he was taken to the hospital where Carlberg was working, uh, nearly four hours after the event. He didn't respond to any stimuli that we gave him. He has some clonus, which is just elevated reflexes. It's a sign that basically the nervous system wasn't working very well. The team immediately began flushing the salt out of his system by administering a solution of water and sugar dextrose through a nasal tube. So he had to put, oh, put it into his nose, not even like, an IV. They, they, they was they, like, they, they we need, wow, they was like, we need some immediate. When they That's placed crazy. it, when they placed the tube, streaks of brown material came out. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Within a, so that must have been like straight to his stomach or something. Within a half hour, they pumped 1.5 gallons of sugar water into the man's body. The man's sodium levels returned to normal after about five hours. He remained in a coma for three days, but woke up on his own. Uh, for several days after, part of his brain called the hippocampus, uh, the hippocampus showed residual effects from seizures, but a month after the event, he showed no signs of the overdose. He was back at college and doing well on his exams. Wow. I knew it was college. It had to be, man. Did, that dude needs to be like... Get into religion. <laughs> wow! I think he needs to be a superhero. He's probably got soy sauce powers now. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make your upper make your taste salty. So, oh. <laughs> soy man, use the power of excess salt. That's right. He can get a job. Yeah, high, high blood pressure man. <laughs> like, did you did you really just say Kiko man? Like did you just say that? <laughs> yeah? He just said <laughs> Kiko man. Kiko man. Kiko man to the rescue. <laughs> no. The only thing he'll be doing to supervillain is ruining their food. Exactly. No, I was going to eat those Cheerios, son of a bitch. <laughs> Kiko, man! <laughs> you see a salt trail behind him? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you smell right. soy sauce? Was that Kiko, man? Yeah, his it's, it's best, it's biggest enemy would be Slug Man and shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um did you guys hurt? I don't know if you guys watch a lot of cartoons and stuff, man. Um, but the, we have the hub. I don't think everybody has the hub, but we have the oh, hub. I love the hub, man. Okay. Yeah. I do too, man. It's got like good transformers on there. You watch um, my old Batman animated series for like 95 up there. Yes. Yep. We're the going Avengers, back and watching that. Yeah. The Avengers is on there. The Spider Man is on there. Um, well, they have a new cartoon called She's Out. I saw a commercial for that the other day. 
now here's the thing when i saw the commercial for she's out i was like hold up i'm not it's not that i don't support this I'm shocked that people aren't outraged, and I don't mean that in a, in a in a bad way. Yeah, I don't mean them. in a bad way. I'm. It's good that people aren't outraged, but I was like, people aren't mad that uh, at the premise of she's out. Oh, uh, can can you play the commercial? Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay. But um, because yeah, I I haven't heard of she's out. Yeah, it like I don't normally crazy. watch commercials because I you know typically um, you know I I typically just fucking uh fast forward through shit because i record it but right. um this this is the first time that i was ever like uh huh, this appears to be a thing and uh i was shocked that people weren't mad so let me see if i can find um the she's out commercial uh there's a bunch of people talking about she's out but i don't see an actual just an ad for it i don't know anyway i just that, just say cartoon network no it's, it's on the hub i mean hub i'm sorry uh okay let me see she's out hub yeah promo there we go let's see if that comes all right here's there you go all right i think this is one just give it a second there we go new this june on the hub meet the boy yeah. who became a superhero Whoa, the ring turned you into she's out dressed as a girl Dude, ready to kick some? She's out. She, yeah, I can fly. <laughs> She's out. A new hub series. Check your local listings. She's out. Only on Hub Network. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, it's funny because like you watch it and you know it's aimed at little kids, right? And they're gonna think it's just the funniest thing in the world. But you know, there's some parent out there. They're trying to promote cross-dressing and transgender things, and I'm not for my child having that. That's what I was thinking was like, there has to be, and I, I think it just started um, this year. Um, you know, so um, I, I think th- like the actual first show might have even been last week or something, but I was like, I'm shocked that I haven't just heard like a Rush Limbaugh or just somebody going the fuck off about how terrible this is and uh the liberal agenda is trying to make our boys be in the girls and shit like that and, and you know for they're me not, they're not gonna do it until one of their sons watch it when they look right. like five-year-old like grandsons when to he some, watches it oh, then they'll go off you know what out for halloween yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's when the problem gonna will come in and also i think because it's on the hub which is not a, like a major major network you know it's not cartoon it's not the disney channel you know what i mean it's not the like yeah. like the main channels like you say some little boy is gonna be like i want to be she's out they was like who the hell is she's out look it up be like oh shit no i'm not i am not going for this yeah I, I, but i was just like that's slipping by everybody right now man and especially since his power wasn't like i i turned into a girl but it was really just like i wear girl clothes and get superpowers and i was like yeah they're gonna be even more mad at that because like a little boy could just do that you know what i mean he could just be like oh yeah i want to wear some girl clothes and uh have superpowers daddy and i feel like that's gonna be the day that uh we get some articles on guess the race about people beating up their kids and shit oh i hope not People do that when when a kid is like five or so and they ask you for stuff. They're just asking because they want to do it. They don't, re- you know, what I mean, they don't really have an understanding of all the gender stereotypes and stuff That's at five. The Hell, from there's people minds. at thirty five yeah. that don't know all the gender stuff. Yeah. So if he if he sits there and he's playing around 
like when I see dudes freaking out because they're like their son that's four picks up a Barbie or something. Yes. Or like walks around and like and like there's like your daughter's tutu there, so he picks it on and starts dancing because he's seen your daughter dance. He just wanted to act like that, and you get like hyper mad. I'm like, for what? Yes. Like, what are you getting that mad? For? I've actually heard uh like podcasts and shit where people are like. Well, I don't want my son in there doing dishes and cleaning the house. That's a woman's work. He gonna be out here in the yard like a man. I'm like, he's four. <laughs> like he can he can only do dishes, sir. Like uh, yeah, let let four year old do folks in his own house and nobody to do his damn dishes. Uh, you know what's funny? The people those those dads. I end up working with the kids at sixteen. Be like, oh, so you don't know how to wash dishes for real? <laughs> like, just, right. You don't know how to do right. that. That's a woman's work. All I know how to do is uh trim hedges that's it like like, since you ain't got a woman (laughs) and if your house stay like this you definitely can get one you you might as well learn you might learn now but yeah i just um just remember where y'all heard it first when this shit comes up in two months and rush limbaugh was talking about this shit remember i I called it um (laughs) mr mark (laughs) speaking of uh men acting up mr marcus the porn star has been sentenced to jail in los oh. yeah sentenced to jail in los angeles for exposing female co-stars to syphilis and he should be yes oh hell yep. yeah hell lock yeah. him and that red hat up lock them up separately yeah i feel like the syphilis came from the hat it probably didn't come from him it's just been on so many <laughs> shoots uh an adult video star known as mr marcus was sentenced tuesday to 30 days in jail for knowingly that's have it. that's it only 30 days i, feel, I was about to say that seems real light for Chemical, biological agent exposure. Yeah. I can get a year for stealing a Snickers bar. <laughs> this dude gets 30 days. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, and, and, and the thing about it is that a lot of, and maybe this is just me, you work in the sex industry. You work where you fuck for a living. You get paid to fuck. You came to your job and you gave some, you gave some of your coworkers some shit and you gonna smack 30 days. If I come to my job and I start stabbing folks, I'm gonna get more than 30 days. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. This is a working environment. Well, if you stab him with a sword, you might only get 30 days. But also, um, it's syphilis ratchetness, man. Like, this dude, they're not taking syphilis as seriously. No. Like, I I don't want syphilis. You I know? really hope that doesn't become a category in y'all's show because that needs to stop yeah, immediately. Yeah, it better not. Like, it's, it's a sexually transmitted disease. Like, I don't care if there's a cure. That you gave me a disease that... It's hey, a biological I, weapon, I don't yeah. I don't know I have it. <laughs> Right. There's all type of complications that could come. There's a reason why I had to go to a doctor. Like, I just don't, you know, go down to the, let me go to the syphilis aisle, take a pill, and I'm going to sit home. Right. And it don't, and I I think, NyQuil syphilis. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It don't work like that. And with the most sexual transmitted diseases, with women, it's not instant. Yo, y'all penis immediately tells y'all, hey, I got some shit on it. Right. My vagina is like, Hey, I might take a little longer, but when it get here, I'll let you know. Right. So ours is not, <laughs> ours is not immediately, hey, you got so it. it's like, where did I get it from? She could be doing other shoots, yes. all kinds of stuff. Yes. Um, like, she got, she got family, you know, she got her own relationships and things like that. It's yeah. like, 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 like Mike said, that's biological, to me, that's almost like biological warfare. You know? That's like, you, yeah. If, if you didn't know, that's somebody. one thing, but you knowingly gave something and your line of work is sex. Right. That's your line of work. So you knew you were going to spread it. 
Right. Yes. If you worked at the it junkyard. If you go out to the club and hook up with chicks and you got syphilis and you know it, you should still go to jail for a yeah, long Yeah, but I agree. You should, you should get yeah. extra when you, when yeah. you, when you know are, it should be like, oh, also times two. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That, that, exactly. You know what? And all jokes aside, and maybe this is just me being too harsh. When you do shit like that, you should be banned from porn. Why? Because oh, yeah. big, 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 because your working environment requires sexual contact, all kinds of sexual contact. Right. And when I come to my job, I don't plan on leaving my job with motherfucking syphilis. Right. And then we should make Mr. Marcus have to get a real job, probably at Burger King, Pizza Hut, something well, like that, yeah, where he's yeah, touching our food and film that shit. Yeah. He'll be touching our food and we can be eating it so that'll be better for everybody right um i'm sure he has a lot of job skills in different areas or he can just go get a job that doesn't do porn karen his real name is jesse spencer who was inducted into the adult video news hall of fame four years ago he um, in the hall of fame him in the hat yeah the hat. you think he got that hat in a bus like uh of the, course like how like how Deion sanders put that do-rag on his bust in the hall of fame for the nfl yeah, it's, it's, it's all he's like, well, we got a hat for ours but it's also wearing a case <laughs> right it's like let me just put this la hat on this thing i could time. i couldn't have did it without you buddy we we, we done been through a lot of pussies and ass <laughs> he was the main figure in a scandal over the spread of communicable disease uh, that temporarily halted video productions last year. Spencer, who admitted having altered documents, recorded the results of mandatory medical tests all porn actors must take, uh, must take, pleaded no contest in Los Angeles Superior Court to knowing expo- knowingly exposing uh, another to a communicable disease. He was also sentenced to 36 months probation and 15 months of community labor. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. what is this 15 day? Oh, 15 days of community labor. What is that going to be? Is it going to be him fucking? Because he doesn't have a lot of skills. It's just going to be fucking people on the side know. of how, 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 it's, it's more than him just, I'm thinking like he knowingly did it and they didn't test. So now he has tested and he literally forged Test. medical documents. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. This other dude, Rico. That's like premeditated <laughs> Yeah, that's like pre. That's like like all right. We have second degree. Yeah, we have second degree murder, and then we have premeditated murder. We mean that you literally went out planning this. So like, I feel like you're like all right. We got communicable diseases. This thing. Then we have premeditated communicable diseases that comes with an extra fifteen years. And the more important, the more important thing about this is he's the reason that the porn industry got to wear condoms, condoms now. now. Yeah, like like after this, they was like, y'all got to wear condoms. Yeah, people forging tests. Which is lame as shit. Yeah, that's nobody's fantasy. Nobody's fantasy yeah. has a condom in Well, I'm sure there's two of you guys that have condoms in your fantasies. Don't write me. I don't feel like talking about it. But Those, those, those lunars. Yeah, the vast majority right. of people are, do not fantasize with the condom being in there. Um, Hell no. The Los Angeles City Attorney's Office said Spencer got a penicillin shot on July 13th uh, after having tested positive for syphilis. After he tested positive again, eight days later, he altered a photocopy of the original test form. <gasps> mm-hmm. uh, Spencer worked on two videos later in July. Two women who appeared in the videos noticed that the form had been altered and turned them into the police. They tested negative for the disease. 
heather d'angelo who acted in porn videos under the name lilith lave man they just putting people government on the streets in this article (laughs) has sued spencer for intentional infliction of emotional distress that case is in the discovery phase in van nuys superior court i'd sue his ass too most porn producers suspend suspended production for about a month so that actors could get tested beginning in august after spencer's case and the case of a second infected man who appeared in a gay themed adult films uh became public the positive tests were recorded before the Los Angeles voters approved a referendum me- measure in November requiring male actors to wear condoms in adult films. Uh, so just crazy, man. And, and, and. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was going to say, uh, that Kendrick Lamar line now has two meanings where he's talking about pussy picture panties. I'm missing Marcus. You're getting fucked. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you just take it to the next level. All right, guys, let's do some guess the race, man. It's about time. Okay. This is what people really came here for to see how racist Mike and Twan are and, uh, yes, to test right. their, test their own racism. Uh, here's the first one. This is, uh, very ironic, but also guess the race. Um, and a little bit sad. Let me play this article. A radio duo that hosted a show called The Pursuit of Happiness has apparently committed suicide. John Liddick and Lynn Rosen hosted their monthly inspirational talk show on WBAI-FM in New York. But on Monday, the New York Times says police found the two hosts dead, sitting in their apartment with bags over their heads and apparent suicide notes next to them. Fans say their actions are a stark contrast to their radio personalities. That's, that's, that's exactly right. Stepping out of your comfort zone is, is very important. Or, you know, alternatively, you can, you can start to get comfortable with change. Yeah, I like it, that. That's great. The duo is known for their self-help talks and inspirational quotes. Um, if I'm the only one that's kind of laughing at that because of the <laughs> irony. A little bit. That is the irony of... Ironic. It's like, who are you trying to fool with this? Like, yeah, we're so happy. We just thought we'd give advice to everyone how they can be happy, too, because we're so great. I'm going to fucking kill myself because I hate (laughs) life. But take my advice. It feels like every relationship expert on Twitter that's just like, listen, this is what you need to do. And then then two tweets later, it's like, fuck my baby daddy. This nigga has not called me for a week. I don't know what my son is. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to take my relationship advice. (laughs) from you <laughs> but i uh, guess the race of uh the couple they're both the same race john liddick and lynn rosen the pursuit of happiness podcasters who uh radio hosts who killed themselves uh together i'm gonna go with bob ross white on that one all right bob ross white what about you twan man like i, I feel I, I you know i wanted I, honestly i was going i was going black because i was mm-hmm. like man maybe trying to throw a curveball at me but then i heard him talk and I got in the last the dude's last name is like Lithic and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But see, I'm like, it's pursuit of happiness. Maybe they watch Will Smith movies. Maybe they mm-hmm. black. That's possible. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I'm gonna be different. I'm because Mike went with white. Mm-hmm. I'm going black. All right, all right. Let's check the chat room. Cheese and cracker, flour and sugar, tidy whitey, mayo white in a black bag. One who tucks his shirt in but wears no belt, white. <laughs> oh my. Raging Caucasians, Whitakus. Whitekiss Maximus, one who tells you things you already know because they stole your heritage. Oh, ran out of cheese. White Amanda Bonds. White word to Kid Cudi. A double suicide. White they ran out of cheese. White male and ranch. Uh, actually, dreidel Jewish. The correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, 
I mean, I was like, you heard him talk, Swan. That was a giveaway. Man. It was look, look, Lithic. I heard Lithic. I was like, ah, they sound white, but I'm gonna be contrary today. You already mm-hmm. picked white, man. And you picked the ultimate. I mean, I know a black man named Robowski, so it's possible. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a competition, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's a competition. That's really what matters. Is uh. You know, being competitive, and uh, it looks like Mike already has the advantage in this one. Case number two: A Largo man fired several rounds from an AR-15 into his own home, according to police. Oh my! Ooh, I was according, according to him. He says I was defending my own house. <laughs> Said Douglas York. His name is Douglas York. York was arrested early Monday morning on a felony charge of shooting at within or into a building a neighbor who lives behind york's home said he heard about a dozen shots i woke up from a dead sleep at 2:25 in the morning crack of dawning yawning right the cold out my eye. <laughs> i heard 10 to 12 rounds go off and thought who was shooting me and why i was a little nervous when i heard the rounds i knew they were gunshots uh police said york was shooting into his own home with an oh. ar-15 because he thought he saw people buy his house you gonna tell your own house up He's like, I thought I saw people by my house. Let me shoot at it. I saw people by my house, so I go outside. <laughs> and shoot into my house. What York told an officer, he had an, an injected prescription medication and had not slept in a few days. This is what scares me about guns in this country, though, because everybody always makes it like, oh, you know, it's the crazy psychos that get guns and shoot up a school. I'm more worried about, like, there's and enough normal, crazy shit in normal life. Normal life. Like, just crazy shit, well, right? So, like, you might just be taking, like, a weight loss pill that causes insomnia, but you also own an AR-15. You know, like, that's not an acceptable reason for me to get killed. I'm sorry. That's the truth. I can't be in the emergency room like, well, it's his right to own a arm. I'm dead. (laughs) Like, fuck you, man. Like, everybody shouldn't have a gun, man. Nope. I don't care if you have the right to do it or not. As a gun owner, I am completely okay with that. It, like it's like people, it's like people that own guns want to act like there's like we people like other people can't be fra- afraid of the idea that everybody can have a gun. Like yes, it scares me. Now, am I saying that the government's going? I don't think the government's ever going to take anybody's guns, but it's yeah. still it's still a little bit scary yeah. that the, the dude I don't like at work can also have a gun. Uh, and I think he's crazy as shit, but he's not clinically crazy, you know? Yeah, and... Yeah, because... Oh, oh, go ahead, Mike, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Karen, you good. No, and, uh, and to me, the gun versus non-gun, to me, is similar to the dog owners versus non-dog owner debate. Yeah, Be- well, people are like, but pit bulls are the most loyal bleed. It's like, but your pit bull ate a baby. It's yeah, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's almost in that same thing. It's almost like... Why don't you understand my love for this animal? Why don't you understand my love right. for this gun? Baby, I understand, but I also understand what you love is also dangerous. I actually had to stop covering Pitbull stories on our show. Not not this shit stopped happening. I got tired of reading a fucking email every week like, look, Pitbulls, if you read them, raise them right. See, that's the owner's fault that the Pitbull ate the baby. And that's the problem. It's not that these dogs don't need to be. I'm like... Hey man, I'm not looking for pit bull shit. It no. really is just like I go to my websites, check the news, pit bulls eating babies and old ladies. Yeah, Sorry. Always, they, like I like as a person who's about to literally I'm in the process of getting uh, a pit bull from the pound, mm-hmm. right? And we had a German shepherd before that. You get any big type of dog like that, 
I already understand the responsibility that comes with that. Right. And I'm already like making sure it's trained. It follows my commands. I don't go outside with it by the leash. It got a fence in the backyard. That fence is, is, is six feet tall. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, you have to understand it. Just like a gun owner. Like, oh, yeah, I want everybody to have a gun. No, you need to understand that, hey, you got a gun and you need to be trained and you need to understand. Yeah, you, you really, it. like. So, so, so nobody. Yeah, everybody don't need no damn gun. Because the possibility of getting hurt is still there. Right. Yeah. If, it, if yeah. it pit and a chihuahua, if they bite, it's the same behavior. They probably do it for the same reason. Right. But you got to understand that that pit has a bigger bite. And more damage comes. So you have right. to understand it. And that's, it's like, don't take it personal because it's not like, like, I think people just internalize the shit where it's like, well, I don't think everybody should own a gun. The fuck you mean I shouldn't own a gun? Hey, man. Not I, I was I just saying. Say you, man. I was, look, any gun owner who wouldn't be like comfortable taking some sort of fitness test or like submitting to a background check. Like we have like six guns in the house, right? Yeah. I'm going to go buy a gun. Somebody's like, hey, new regulations. We need you to do a background check and blah, 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 blah. Register the gun. I have no problems with that because I'm not trying to do anything ridiculous with the gun. Right. So That's I my that's my main thing, Mike, is I want, like, I, I'm more of a person who's like, if if there's a restriction on a gun that makes it tougher for someone to have a gun, good. good. Because good. I want all Absolutely. my people, all my people who own guns, I would like to know that they follow the law and, and have some type of competency, and that's completely fine with me. I'm not trying to get the gun out your hand. No. I'm not trying to, you know, same thing with uh somebody that owns like a dog or a pit bull or something like that. Hey man, Absolutely. make if if it means you got to take a training ca- test, if it yes. means that your dog has to pass some type of obedience test, Ooh. I'm completely fine with that because the reality is. It's, it is, it's a dangerous thing that we're putting out here in the world and we can't, I don't want it to be like in two months when a baby is eaten by a pit bull. I go, well, that you really shouldn't have a pit bull around babies. And then you like, fuck that. Chance was always nice with babies until that one time. It's like, no. but come on, and, man. And, like, and, it, right. It's the, it's the craziest stuff. Like when it comes to that, like we'll sit there and we have regulations for the most mundane of stuff. Right. But then when somebody says, like, people are like, well, guns don't kill people. People kill people. I said, look, a gun has no other purpose. Right. But to shoot at something and destroy it. There's no other purpose for it. There's no other purpose for that weapon. That's all it's for. Right. So all we're saying saying is, like, hey, if, hell, for me to go get a job, I got to show them a background check, two IDs, where my last job at. That's mm-hmm. just we go get a job at McDonald's. But you tell me this you can't even paint the McDonald's red. You can't even paint the McDonald's red in Nashville, North Carolina, because of the like homeowners association or like regulations on that. Yeah, yeah. No, you can go no to a gun show and buy a shotgun with no ID. Yeah, and 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 I think for me, uh, whenever you drive a vehicle, people get killed from vehicles all the time. But you know what? You have to go get to school. You have to get a license. You know, if you're under a certain age, you get a, a permit. Like, you have all these rules and regulations. Why? Because everybody knows that a, that a car is a deadly weapon. Right. You, um, I don't mean no harm. And so dogs can be, not all dogs, and not and maybe not your dog, but dogs can be a deadly weapon. Right. And guns can be used 
to kill somebody. Yeah. And I think the frustrating part when you talk to people, they just want to dismiss everything. Yes, there should be a waiting period. I shouldn't be able to go up to Walmart and, and, and buy a gun like I'm buying a frosty milkshake and walk out and go <laughs> blow somebody's brains out. It needs to be a waiting period. Well, also, part of the appeal of having a gun or having an attack dog is having a gun or having an attack dog. And I think if we can get people to kind of admit to that part of it, then the rest becomes very easy where it's like, well, you kind of want a gun because you want the ability to destroy shit. Now I'm not saying that you're going to go get crazy and I'm not saying, but you want, if someone comes at you to either destroy them as protecting your own shit or, you know, uh, aggressively destroy something, if whatever fucks at you, whatever, uh, if for a dog, if you, someone comes up in your crib that ain't supposed to be there, you don't want a chihuahua talking about yang, 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 yang. <laughs> there's a reason that you kind of would like a pit bull to do it or whatever you know like there's a, an allure to that and there's an attraction to it doesn't make you a fucking sicko it doesn't mean no. you're gonna go to a school and shoot up children it like it does not it's but but there's something to it like I, it's something to it's the nature of power it's the nature of having a weapon or having a, a a dog that you know can can be used as a weapon in some cases and I feel like if we, if people admit to that, they're afraid that that means everybody else is going to turn around and go, you shouldn't have this thing because you admitted that you, you use your gun to hurt people. Yeah. No, you got the right to have it, but do understand my fears. I don't right. mean no harm, but yeah. like, don't dismiss my fears and my concerns just because you want to have no, something. It's, it's the craziest thing. Cause I like to say, I, I'm getting, I'm about to get this dog and it's a little, it's a little mix. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there and, and like you know, anybody who's had dogs before, they'd be like, "All right, this is a perfect dog for a first-time dog owner. This is a dog that you don't get if you never had a dog before." Right? Because <laughs> yeah, you they're know. definitely like experienced yeah. owner dogs. And then like even like I understand like I'm gonna get the dog, I'm gonna train him, I'm gonna do all this stuff. Like my my girl has actually been to SPCA, so she's taking like clicker training and all that good yeah. stuff. So we know how to we know how to do all that stuff. Let it be known when I'm sending that first time that I bring my nephew over, who's like. Um, four. Mm-hmm. The first time I'm going to bring him over, I'm going to have him in my hand, and I'm going to make sure the dog is straight, and we're going to do some proper introductions. Right? Yeah, you have to. We, we, we're going to do that, and then it, and because that's just how it is, because people don't understand. Like he had dog, like people played tug of war with the dog. Yeah. Like people play tug of war with the dog, stuff like that. So then the dog gets hyped anytime it sees like something go through the air. It's going to play tug of war. That same thing can right. be a, a little kid's dress blowing in the right. wind. It's, it's still the same a stimulation. And at the end of the day, it's still an animal. Yeah. You know, like we it's, attribute yeah, certain. Even with anything that doesn't speak like a, a language. Yeah, we, we attribute. Be like, hey, man, chill out. Right. We attribute certain quali- qualities to animals. One, because I think of our own narcissism and shit. Like, I love this thing. Therefore, this thing is different from all other things and can completely understand everything I say. And then there's a certain, you know, and then there's also just a certain level of they have some things that they can do. So it's like we uh, attribute even a higher level of thinking where it's like, well, he can understand when I say sit to sit. So he probably can understand when I say, hey, hand me that remote. And it's like, no, he don't. No, he can't always understand everything you got to say. Like, so but, but, you know, so it might not understand that a child that uh, you guys are loving on and stuff in front of him is not competition. It's not the same as him. It's not a dog. It's not going to fight him for superiority. It's not going to, you know, that little shit like that where all of a sudden somebody goes, well, this dog did something horrible. It's like because it's still a dog, man. Yeah. It's all learning by association. Like people don't understand all the training and that goes into it. That's why 
a lot of times I didn't want a dog. He was like, oh, you don't like dogs? Like, no, I, it's under, it's like taking care of a kid. And yeah. I didn't want it all of that responsibility. A kid, a kid that never grows up to be 18 yeah. years old. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't want that responsibility, but I do understand. Like my, like I had a German Shepherd. This dog was fine. Like it right. wouldn't, like it wouldn't do anything yeah, to the person if you come. Yeah. Sweet. I never let that dog. We never went out without a leash. Right. Because I didn't want that to be sitting there and they go run up because it's a big dog. And it goes runs up. Oh yeah, yeah. I Somebody hate the because I, I, under, I understand people get scared. I understand people right. getting nervous. I don't know your dog. That's that's my yeah. main thing. Yeah. Like, like I'll go to a place where it's like a dog off a leash just sitting out chilling outside on the patio with everybody eating. I'm like, I'm good. I don't know your dog. I'm going to turn around and go somewhere else. Your dog could be the coolest fucking dog in the world. It might be Lassie, but to I don't you, know right. that. <laughs> to you, know? you is family. To me, it's right. a stranger. Right. I love dogs. I've owned dogs since I was like five years old. We have two dogs now. I don't know anybody else's dog, and I always I played it like that my entire life. And right. I never got bit by anybody else's dog either because I don't act like I know them. Exactly. Yeah, and 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 I, and I guess and I guess for people that don't have animals, when you go to to people that do have animals, especially dogs. Um, like Twan said, you need to do a proper introduction because, like, for me, I've had bad experiences, you know, especially, I, it took me a while to understand that dogs had to get used to your odor. I did not comprehend that, and that was not explained to me. All I know is your big-ass dog is sniffing up my ass, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, why is this dog smelling me? Do well, I stink? You know what's even worse? The The worst for me is the people that have the dog that's actively growling at you. Yeah, but but they're telling you everything's okay. I'm like, it don't like, seem no. okay. <laughs> I don't know enough about dogs, but I do know growling is not in the this dog likes you handbook, dog. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, it's the, it's the funniest thing. Cause my sister, my sister can't. She doesn't like dogs and everything. So like, I tried to get her used to it. Yeah, and we got used to the dog, and she was still wasn't feeling it. So you know what I do? I was like, I looked at the dog snap, and it was like other room, and it walked another room. Right, to get it out. My sister jumped because like. No, I'm not going to have you sit there and be like, well, it's my dog and it's his house, so I'm going to let you stay here right. and be uncomfortable. Like, I tell people, no, I used to have people, people come in and work on my house, and I'll be like, and they're like, they knock on the door, and then they hear the dog bark. And before I get the door, I got the dog by the college, chill, and everything right. like that. I open it up, and I'm saying, you cool with, you know, things? Like, right. And they, some someone be like, yeah, I'm all right. And I'd be like, all right, just don't pet her. Let her, you know, get to know you a little bit. And she'll sniff, sniff, and go sit down in the corner. But my, if they said, nah, man, I'm not really that cool, all right. Like my, my, in the backyard. Like <laughs> so my friend cool. Adam, my friend Adam has like three dogs. One of them used to be a police dog. One of them looks like a fucking dire wolf from Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> and like if you, a- if you ring the doorbell at his house, they all get geeked and rush the door yes they do so right. like i didn't know this it's like i just come to the door like ring the doorbell and all, all i hear at the door is like rawr, rawr, scratching and clawing i was like the fuck is going on in there and he, he's he's like opens up the door he's like just calm down just calm down like dogs are rushing me one of them is the size of the fucking thing from the never ending story like right. I, like this is this is fucking with me and it's not my fault man like this as a dog owner you have to be responsible for this shit but the point is he loves his dog, so he can't really see from my perspective at that point because he's uh, already right. seen it. You know, he's, he sees his dogs every day. He has a completely different understanding. He doesn't see as a stranger meeting for this dog for the first time. It's like 
uh took me back to civil rights and shit i thought martin luther king was gonna get a stone thrown yeah. in there and me and the thing is that me and roger was the only two the black dots up in there anyway right and then you know what doesn't help white people if you say well don't worry he used to be a police dog oh uh, that's worse <laughs> exactly he probably used to this <laughs> right yeah. like this is this is nothing for him this is he's like finally a day back at the job like fuck this and and, and the even funnier thing about that dog because i didn't know this dogs are very territorial and what had happened was that he has his chair that he sits in and the dog was sitting there and i think i went to the bathroom and came back and i messed around and sat in his chair that dog looked at me he's like Rrr. i was like oh i, I move i move um <laughs> Um, I go over here and sit in the corner because your dog obviously does not like me sitting on your property, sir. So. Yeah, man, that shit is weird, dude. But um, you know, anyway, I, 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 we got on this because we told doing guest the race, and um, this dude decided he couldn't sleep at night, and he took some medicine, and he actually shot up his house. Um, he said he wasn't taking any medication for mental illness, but he had just fallen on hard times, which I find funny because he, I guarantee he said that because the media is so concentrating on people with guns being crazy he's like no 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 i'm not mentally ill okay just had an off night all right guys let's calm down shout out my house um <laughs> it's just a very tough time in my life i've hit bottom with the foreclosure and things like that in the building of the creek behind my house uh the judge decided to lower his bond from ten thousand seventy five hundred dollars because he does not have a prior record the judge also told york that he's not allowed to drink alcohol or possess a gun if he bounds bonds out of the county jail so uh guess the race uh mr douglas york house shooter man um i'm gonna go with white because it wasn't an ak-47 it was an ar-15 okay okay but then again like i thought that too man but like niggas know ar-15s on the streets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i suppose you're right 50 did put it in a wrap Niggas know AR-15. If yeah, it's a gun, nigga know it's AR. They, they'll know. You know, if it, if it had been something else, like, real extreme, like... Did like had a HK a, MP5 or something, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, that, um, yeah that's, that's, that's a white dude. He that's only not knows a about that. Mr. Spann owns an AR-15, and he listens to our podcast, and he's black. Mr. Spann is in the D, right? He's in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Well, he was that's, in Detroit. That's, that's why he owns one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, so I what race are you going with here, guys? I'm I'm going black. All right, what about you, I'm Mike? White. Oh, All right, got split. All right, Cheddar Ball from Eight Mile AR-15. He's Second Amendment militia. White shooting up his own property off his meds. No sleep. Owns an AR-15 from Crazy uh, Tom Crazy Tom Cruise. Crazy White. Big Lip Gold Tooth having diabetes, suffering space cricket. Oh my! Oh Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Suburban Damn. Commando White White. Um, Courtney Love, white, white. The judge was so understanding. George Zimmerman standing his ground when there's no threat, white. If oh, he I was, that, I didn't, I didn't take that into consideration. I didn't take the judge understanding. You still mm. got time to change. Uh, you still got time to change yeah. before you put your final vote in. If he was Man. black, he would be in jail, says Andre. Conferred flag, <laughs> Confederate flag flying, accidental races, Obama hating, cross burning writs. Whiter than the paper, his concealed carry permit is on. Break the Aww. cheese for this cracker. White, but watches BET with the hat turned backwards. He saw the family from Cheerios commercial in the house. And, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, man. So, guess the, uh, you guys are going with black and white. The correct answer is white. It was a white man. Yeah. I, see, but I was, like, when I heard, like, he was like, the judge, I was like, you know, I didn't take into consideration. The judge let him go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 
right, well. Is always a clue. I forgot hey, about man. that myself. See, see, it's all just me trying to be all open and stuff. My profession is messing me up, man. No. Took the man. Out of me. Your it first took instinct the is the best one on Guess the Race. They took, they took the racism out of me, man. Like, they, they made me all open <laughs> Well, you got one chance to get back in this, Twan. This Double last, the points. The last guess the race is for triple the points. Oh, triple the points this time. Mm-hmm. Because the only way. My racism. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here's here we go, man. You got one chance to redeem your racism. This is an article I can play the audio of. So here we go. If it takes its time to load, 11, that's fine. A woman in Fitchburg is rushed to the hospital after cutting a part of her hand off during a machete fight. Seven <gasps> Susan Tran is in Fitchburg with more on what happened there. Susan? Adam, police described the cut so bad that it went clear across her hand. She nearly amputated it and had to be flown to the hospital. Police say that the woman and her family members went up to this Fitchburg home and there was some type of fight inside. It spilled outside and a woman from inside came out with a machete. There was some type of struggle and at one point, one person tried to remove the machete from that woman's hand and nearly sliced her hand off, and she was rushed to the hospital. Police are continuing to investigate this case. That's the very latest alive here in Fitchburg. Susan Trent, 70. All right. Now, look, I don't have a race of the woman who did it. But what is the race of the on-the-scene reporter, Susan Tran? Aha. Oh, see, so you said Susan Tran. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, she she. I, I feel like I feel like she's a uh, half white, half some type of Asian. And I feel she, like you're trying was, to hedge your bets. That's what I feel like is happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> pick, pick one race and go with it. See, yeah, you had me messed up because like I was like I was like, all right, man, machete. That could be Jamaican. <laughs> they, they, they like they they like, machete. That hell. I was waiting for a name too. I was like, all right, where's the name? Where's the name? Okay, no name. I was like, I was like, man, but then then some place called Fitchburg, and that's that's that sound. Just anything Berg is about the ways you can get. Did you say some place called Pittsburgh? No, they said like was it Pittsburgh or they said like Fitz something? Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Yeah, see Fitch. Oh, okay. but we're not guessing. Okay. We're not guessing the people with the. With, that doesn't I, even matter. Susan Tran. Yep. Can you spell Tran, Rod? T R A N. Okay, just making sure. I'm gonna go with Vietnamese. Okay. Oh man. She could have married a cracker ass cracker. Oh yeah, whatever she was. Look, look, she's she's Asian, but she she was raised around white folks her whole life. She's Asian by default. She's like third generation. All right, let's check the chat room, see what they think Susan Tran is. Um Asian. Uh soy drinking Asian lady. Soy drinking. This is messed up. (laughs) Julia Child Bond Appetite White. Uh cooking that shrimp fried Yakamine in the hood Chinese spots Korean. Oh. Asian Chris Brown's old broad sister or something. Becky married an Asian, the new Cheerios commercial on its way. Asian. Ah! One who dates Chris Brown at the beat. He beat Rihanna Asian. Well, Asian oh. white. White dating the Asian lady. Correct answer is a Asian lady. Yeah, I was right. All right, now we can't do the you show. Beamed yourself, Dwan. Can't without do the show. Without talking yes, about sore ratchetness, man. So here's a. Uh, the sore ratchetness for the day, man. Apparently not taking it serious still. <laughs> it's amazing. The first of two men charged in a shocking East Vancouver killing is out on bail. 
Amrit Paul Dillon was released on $450,000 bail and asked to check in weekly with a supervisor. He must live with his family, may not possess weapons or use alcohol and drugs. CTV's John Woodward tried to speak with his family after the court appearance. This is, an accused, this is an accused murderer and he's in your family's care. What can you do to accuse, to assure the public? Shut up. Shut up. This is the image of your family you want to broadcast on the nightly news? I was in the courtroom and I saw what happened. In January, 19-year-old Manraj Ekalirai was attacked by a group of men on Elgin Street. Weapons included bats, clubs and a sword. He died in hospital. And now wow. his killer is free on the streets because nobody takes sore ratchetness seriously. Seriously, man. Are we doing guess the race? You know what? Extra bonus guess the race. If you can guess the race of Amrit Paul DeHillen. Mm-hmm. That's right. Guess the race that of this man. guy. And it's in, it happened in Canada. If that helps at all. And uh, super bonus points for everybody. So guess the race. Mike, Twan. That is an Indian ass Indian from India. Mm. What about you, uh, Twan? Is Twan still here? Is Twan, what are you thinking? Yo, his name said, what's the name? His name was Armored Paul DeHillen. It has an H in the Dillon. D H I L L O N. Man, I wanted to say white because he, he fucked somebody up with a sword, but. Mm. No, he's the one that got fucked up. No, no, no. He's the one who fucks someone up with a sword. And he's free on the streets. Oh, okay. Still yeah. Indian. Still okay. Indian. Yeah, that last name, man. <laughs> I go with Mike. That last name. The hill is like D-H. Mm-hmm. D-H-I-L-L-O-N. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's Indian. All right. Let's see what everybody says. Saudi. Remy from Higher Learning. Indian Red Dot Not Feathers. So it seems. Oh. Okay. Um. You buy now, Asian. <laughs> yeah, he is whiter than Owen pulling out facts from the facts. Black. Uh, wait, sword wielder, white. Okay. One who sings, here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe while singing his so- swinging his sword. One who wears a snuggie at social outings. Uh, outings I'm sorry. Uh, Crab McGraw wait, practitioner. What? What race is the I don't know. I don't I'm know. Assuming, I'm assuming white. Okay. I'm assuming white. I don't know what race that was. Uh, okay. Crab McGraw, practitioner, Pakistani, Indian killer, German, Indian white, snuggy out in public, white for sure. Correct answer is, and I'm surprised nobody said the Highland, the Highland, the Highland, the Highland, the Highland. Um, the, <laughs> the correct answer is actually Indian. Mike, man, yeah. your racism is, I, uh, I had no idea you were this racist, man. Me either. Dude, I bring it. I bring the heat. Yeah, you I shut Twan hands, down. Hands down, you are the most racist person here. Seriously, it's amazing. <laughs> I accept that crown with, with pleasure. Thank you very much. He even hit the curveballs. I just, makes, you yeah, got the bonus makes points right. Bad, but it also makes me feel that all this money I'm putting to a masses is working. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's like, it's a loss, is a win. Yeah, there's no, there's no winners. The film and recording industry, so. There's no winners in Guess the Race. Yeah, the only really. losers. We all lose. You lose or you're racist. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, today's podcast is sponsored by the comedy short film Perspective. Make sure you guys check it out. Shout out productions.com slash PR.html. Make sure you keep signing up for the Blackout Tips Premiums, uh, uh, podcast. Um, we have, uh, all kinds of shows coming out. Um, actually, let me play the promo for the latest Lip Smacking Good that Karen did. I remembered Woo-hoo! it this time. 
so uh let me play that and then we'll get out of here um take a couple minutes because you know how i do Mm, lips smacking good hi everybody welcome to another episode of lip smacking good what the motto of the show is if your lips ain't smacking it ain't good (laughs) we got our guest her name is nichelle stevens am i pronouncing your last name correct ma'am Yes, you are. Okay. And then I started a cupcake blog with my friend Rachel called Cupcakes Take the Cake. Out of my love and passion of cupcakes, not necessarily a baking, because I don't even bake that much, but I like sweets. Now, how is it dealing with, like, television and being on TV? Like, how is that different from maybe, like, uh, like the interview with the person from New York Times where you was kind of face-to-face? This is one disappointment. It was actually, it was going to be for... Black History Month for the NBC local in New York, and I talked on and on. I had like intelligent talks about like black people on a monolith, and we should recognize our culture, present day and in the past, and all these different things. And entrepreneurs, and they had a film crew, and they did the whole thing. And I don't know where that is. <laughs> you 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 don't know what happened to that film. That film was just like. Mm, me, 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 she, she too pro-black. I don't know now. I, we know it's Black History Month, but you know, all, all this talk, we, we can't take it. Really interesting is how much people up north are embracing Southern soul food. Like, yeah. more than just fried chicken, but like everything from shrimp and grits to the, the, the desserts, like more than just red velvet cake, but like caramel cake and all these things that we kind of grew up with. Yeah. They are embracing it. They're charging a whole lot of more money for it. And yes, they are. They, 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 and I've realized that um, also, uh, like, or uh, ribs, like pulled pork and ribs. Yo, pulled pork like, is, yeah, is, insane. And down here, we understand that pulled pork isn't like a steak or a burger or anything like that. So it's going to be red. It's going to be pink. But, but it's, it's literally done. And I've heard, like, people will order it and then be like, this is not done. And they, when they were saying, like, when they first started introducing some of that food, they had to explain to people that it's going to be red, it's going to be pink, but it's done, and it's not going to kill you. We actually had some cupcakes sent to us, and they had some alcohol in it. They oh. were they were beautiful cupcakes, but it looked like the UPS man took the box and shook it up real hard. <laughs> and, um, I mean, they was yummy and delicious, but, man, it was frosting on frosting on frosting. When you open up that box, you was like, oh, my goodness. You're like, oh, this is delicious. But I'm pretty sure it ain't supposed to, you know, look like it just ran everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I think if you were, I, where, who sent you the cupcakes that were boozy? Because now I'm one of them. So, uh, yeah, that was Karen's interview with Michelle. I actually had to take out, uh, there's like another couple minutes in there, in that trailer of just her talking about all her titles and all the shit that she's been, that she's done over time. And I was just like, I want to leave it in, but the, the, the trailer would be too long, you know. But um, it was another great interview, Karen um obviously people that have the premium stuff can have already heard it or you know signed up and then they can't go here mm-hmm. um it's already available it's already out um speaking of being already out we need to be out we'll be back tomorrow at 9 p.m we'll have uh Rhett and lamont from brown skin and glasses and uh we're just gonna talk some regular shit man so thank you twan thank you mike make sure you check thank them you. out uh they uh silent x media on twitter twan burgundy on twitter the tears yeah. are orphaned uh, just, just so y'all know they are more than the backup dancers for brandon and mm-hmm. Deidre. now <laughs> well y'all go listen right. to the show y'all have a new appreciation for where's my 40 acres i'll be like oh yeah they they good too 
um so yeah make sure you guys go check them out man we appreciate y'all coming on and uh thanks everybody for coming out listening see you guys tomorrow at nine until then love you you too baby Mwah. Mwah.